0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the pod. I hope everybody's having a really good week. I am, look, to be honest, I'm having a pretty shitty one, hey, not going to lie, but that's just the ebbs and flows of life. You know, things go up, they go down. It's only gonna go back up again. So looking forward to that. I hope everybody's enjoying the whole Freedom Day thing. I know for us guys in Sydney, a lot of the lockdown laws have lifted for the fully vaccinated. Not saying that you should get fully vaccinated and vaccinated in general, but you should. Um, I hope that doesn't offend any of my anti-vaxxers. But I also hope that no anti-vaxxers are listening to this. Anyway, I don't know. I might have just... (laughs) <laughs> indirectly insulted some people there so apologize if I did. I was having a conversation with my brother and my sister-in-law who have just welcomed a new member to the family which is really really exciting. I was speaking to them about the personality of a child and how that may change when they grow up into you know a toddler, a teenager and even an adult and if it does ever change what are the things that potentially never change and what are the things that do change that also made me reflect on myself and how the things that I pretty much deemed as my personality things that I thought I could never ever change really have developed and evolved. and I am a completely different person not completely but I have definitely come a long way from who I was who I thought I was um to who i am now so someone who i am now is honestly someone i could never think i would ever be which is really interesting so in today's episode i want to speak about controlling your emotions and this may be targeted to those who one have trouble around that i know some people have no trouble at all i know for example my boyfriend he's a straight 180 In a sense that he it doesn't take a lot for him to get triggered whereas for me oh god you know i could go on about what triggers me but i've also come a long way from from that so this kind of may be applicable to some people and may not but maybe if you have someone in your life who is a bit temperamental like myself and maybe kind of want to see where they're also coming from This will be an interesting episode for you guys, or if you are similar to me where you feel like you have difficulty maybe controlling your emotions, then stay tuned, keep listening. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode, but yeah, we'll get into it. From a young age, I've always been a pretty feisty, easily angered, very quick to react type of kid. And my parents and my siblings and my cousins all have had to bear the brunt of that, which I can really apologize for now because I was a fucking devil child. I wasn't devil child, but I definitely had like devil tendencies. Let's put it like that. So... Like I said, I wasn't really like difficult. I wasn't a really difficult kid, but I felt like I was a child with a lot of emotions and I just didn't have the knowledge and the tools to process them. But I also don't think it's expected for a child to kind of know how to do that in a healthy way, especially on their own, because you're still a kid and that's not really your top priority. And I guess with my upbringing, I was not really shunned from how I was feeling. Like I was always allowed to feel how I felt, you know, like you'd obviously get told off or you get in trouble if you're completely overreacting to something. Um, And that's normal for parents to kind of parent that way. And I think I probably needed that, but I was never like really, really, not allowed to express how I felt. Like if I was crying or if I was chucking a tantrum, they'd let me do it. Um, But, you know, like they, I feel like my mom, especially my mom has always said that and ingrained into me that, you know, you have a really hot temper and you need to take control. You need to basically do something about it. And it was really hard for me to see that it was a problem at the time, especially when I was younger and I was just so naive. I was basically like, this is my personality. I'm like this. My dad is hot tempered and, you know, like I love him to bits, but I can definitely see myself in him. And that's not to say that it makes him a bad person or anything, but he was also able to see, a lot of the times why I would react to certain situations as well. But that's a, I guess, a side note. Um, I kind of have his personality, which I didn't get to choose. I was born like this. What the fuck do you want me to do about it? This is just who I am. So I almost use it as an excuse for my actions when I would lash out and overreact and get into really heated arguments where there's a lot of yelling and really hurtful things being said on my end, instead of just taking accountability for my actions and my reaction. And because I had told myself that it was a personality thing, I basically convinced myself that I couldn't change this innate personality trait of mine and the people around me just had to deal with it Like, don't get me wrong. I wasn't like this all the time. I was, you know, I would say like I was pretty all right kid, but there's definitely just these moments where I let my negative emotions control me. And it's almost like you just see red and you've committed to how you feel and you just have to go with it. It's only until after the blow up or the overreaction where I'm like, fuck, that was, That was really uncalled for. I didn't have to act like that and I would feel really guilty. So it was just this cycle of me getting angry, me blowing up and then feeling guilty, potentially apologizing, but thinking it was something that I couldn't change or I had no control over because it was just ingrained and built into me and this is just my genetic makeup and it would start again and again and again. So I could only imagine how annoying or, how almost infuriating it would be for the other person to have to kind of see that and, you know, deal with that all the time. Having this type of trait, would you say? I don't think it's a personality thing. And I don't want to say it as personality and label it as personality because it almost comes across as not being able to be changed. So let's just call it trait for a lack of a better word. So having this trait has definitely served me well and look i'm not saying that it has a direct correlation with the things i'm just going to mention in a second but i do think actually do think personally i do think there is a correlation because let me let me explain why it has served me, served me well first and then we can discuss it so i feel like i'm pretty comfortable in confrontational situations i don't really have a problem confronting someone and i don't really have a problem With someone confronting me and I also feel like I'm able to stick up for myself and also stick up for the people that are close to me especially if they don't feel comfortable doing that I'm really comfortable and happy to do that on their behalf and why I think there is a correlation is because I'm not really scared I guess of what someone else would say that would be hurtful to me because I almost know that I can come back 10 times harder because you're so you're, you're, you know, you're just triggered. Like you want to trigger me? Let's fucking go. Do you know what I mean? So there is absolutely no scientific evidence backed by that at all. And I could probably look into it, but this is just based on my experience and how I am as a person and what I feel like are potentially the good and bad things of this trait. So, what are some of the things that we can do to get our emotions under control and minimize that urge to lash out or to break out into an outburst? You know, there's probably tons of things that we can do, but I think there are about three that really stick out to me personally and have really helped me with controlling my emotions and prevent a really big, unnecessary reaction. Don't get me wrong, there are definitely still times now where I feel the need to rage. Like, have you guys ever tried driving in Sydney Southwest? It's fucking insanity. There's a lot of road rage that happens in my car, but I'm also trying to minimize that. Um, but I guess the more you practice these methods, these little things, you'll be more in control of your emotions and that will there will be a gradual change. So the first thing that I have tried to stop doing is taking things too personally or just taking things personally in general. A lot of the fights or the arguments that I used to have with people that are really close to me, like my mom and my sister, or even sometimes my friends is... Because I take whatever they say super, super, super personally, like I feel super attacked by it. And it may kind of just be a one-off comment, but because it's usually coming from someone that I love and I have a really deep connection with, it ends up hurting me a lot more. And because I am taking it so personally, I feel the need to kind of react in, in a bigger way to make them feel how hurt I feel. Um, from what they have said. So by kind of not taking things so personally, I think I really was able to alleviate that hurt that I felt. I kind of just picture it or I kind of read it as just like, oh, okay, it's just a one-off comment. It's nothing directed to me personally everyone makes comments or can just say things for the sake of saying things. You and I have probably done so. And sometimes there's no meaning attached to what's said. It might just be like a one off comment, but because I used to always think, okay, you said that, that must mean you mean this, or you feel this way about me too. When really the other person probably didn't mean that at all. So we've literally gone from zero to a hundred based on the story that I'm telling myself. So by stripping away the negative meaning or the insinuation then might not actually even be an insinuation of a comment, you will then be able to think that it's not a personal attack and it puts you in a position where you feel like you don't have to defend yourself and therefore you don't need to blow up. I guess it's very easy to make everything about yourself, especially in a situation where you feel like you're being attacked or you're feeling like the other person is totally against you. And this is all kind of relative as well. So the situation that I'm kind of talking about here is you're having an argument with someone who actually has love for you. And let's say, for example, they're just pointing out something that maybe they don't really like, but you've taken it so personally, you're like, what the fuck? Why would you think that, you know, I don't look good in these jeans? Are you saying that I'm fat? That means you just fucking hate me. Do you know what I mean? That's a bit extreme, but that's the kind of, build up, I guess, that of the, the story that you're telling yourself. So that's all very personal. You've initially taken it as a personal attack and you're kind of just gonna go with it. So by being able to step back and be like, okay, someone is just saying that, someone's just pointing that out, this person's just pointing something out to me and they're raising it with me, let's have a conversation about it, a healthy one, then, and not take it so personally, that whole conversation and that whole direction of the conversation completely changes from it being an argument versus let's discuss about something that we may have differences on. For example, I feel like that was a pretty poor example because no one should be telling you that you look bad in jeans. And if they do, you can tell them to kindly fuck off or just cut them out of your life because you don't need that negativity. Okay. So a good example is say for example, a friend or a boyfriend is saying, hey, I don't really like it when you crack jokes about me in front of a group of friends, or when we're around a crowd, you always crack jokes about me, it makes me feel really embarrassed and belittled. So in an unhealthy way where you really let your emotions take over and feel like it's a personal attack, you would maybe feel like, okay, so you're saying that I'm not funny. You don't like my sense of humor. That might mean you don't like me at all because I really pride myself in my sense of humor where that's a really unhealthy way to look at it. And you're really taking it personally, but if you weren't really Going to take it that personally, you can really acknowledge and see where they're coming from that it's not about you, it's about them and how it makes them feel. Maybe, you know, youth in your head, it might be really funny at the time, but to your partner or to your friend, it not might make it might not make them feel good. So by recognizing it's about them and not about you as such, you're able to kind of work through that together and change and improve your relationship. The next practice is a bit about your physiology and your physical state. So when you get angry, you may or may not have known this, but when you do get angry, your heart rate increases and you can feel your face getting more flush. These are the things that are fueling that fire within you without you even knowing, which is incredible, right? So changing your physical state And taking deep breaths to really slow down your heart rate would actually decrease the chance for you to blow up. It's just so fascinating to me that your physical state plays such a large part in your emotional feelings. And I didn't realize this on my own. I went to a meditation course a couple of years back and one of the teachers was Basically saying this exact thing. When you get upset and you get angry about something, your physical state changes so that you are able to feel those emotions. For example, your heart beating faster. And it's something so simple, but it never crossed my mind until he pointed it out. And it was truly like a light bulb just switched in my head. And I was like, holy shit, I can change my emotional state by changing my physical state. It's just really amazing that you can literally change how you feel by changing your body language your posture your stance your just physical state i guess i've said that so many times but i was trying to find another word for it but i really can't find anything <laughs> the third i guess way or practice or thing that you could consider to control your emotions is feeling like you don't need to be the one that has the last say. I struggled with this so hard because I felt like I was in a position of power or I had won the argument or won the the discussion when I was the last person to say something. And that's not necessarily right. You're not trying to win anything in an argument. It's just a discussion for fuck's sake. Like, Jesus Christ, you don't have to be the last one talking or you don't have to be the last one that makes their point. Therefore you are right. Like, I don't know. I always just felt like I need to be the last one to say something and that would just end the conversation and therefore I would be right. So I have really tried to develop the way that I converse with other people now. Um, I am not projecting anything. And I, yeah, I just feel like I don't need to be the last one to say something, especially when you're in an argument. If anything, the person who doesn't have the last say, especially if I've said something really hurtful at the end that cuts the conversation short, it makes me feel guilty afterwards. And I feel really bad for having said something that was super hurtful and the last thing that I had said ended the conversation. So had I not needed to do that... The Yeah, I guess the onus would fall on the other person um, and I wouldn't have to carry that guilt around with me as well. But because I was not able to control those emotions and needed to be the last one to say something, the conversation ended up being really poor and the outcome of it was actually really shitty. So I hope that I was able to explain those concepts and those practices in a way that was easy for you guys to understand and i'll take this time to also say that i want to rebrand again seems like we're rebranding every single motherfucking week but here we are i'm going to rebrand again and we're going to move on from jen's jewels and we're going to rename it this segment jen's gems it flows better it sounds better it rolls off the tongue what do you guys think let me know We're gonna go with it, okay? So the first gem is to not take things so personally. Not everything is an attack, not everything is a comment against you and not everybody's attacking you. It might just be a point of discussion or a topic of discussion, it's okay. So yeah, let's not just play the victim and be open to a discussion about it. The second gem is to change your physical state so you don't have to be in a state of anger. I guess even smiling would probably help. But I guess because when you get angry, your breath shortens and your heart rate increases. So you want to almost reset that state so you're in a calmer and better mood and a healthier state of mind and by slowing down your heart rate just little simple things like that would really help you control your emotions which will then allow you to control how you think and the way that you execute things and finally the last gem is to let go of the need to be the person to always have the last say especially if it's something that's really hurtful it doesn't make you any bigger than the other person. It doesn't make you any more powerful, especially if what you've said is hurtful. So let go of that. And in that sense, I feel like all these three things for me has definitely helped me control a lot of my emotions, particularly emotions of anger. And even in saying that after this whole discussion, I am not some kind of fucking saint i am not a person who never gets angry anymore trust me i fucking do i get pissed off but not nearly as much as i used to and even now i'm really quick to realize what i have said or what has just happened is wrong and i need a change and i need to grow from that so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed that podcast it was a little bit of a different one i feel like it's almost a little bit niche but i'm sure we all have someone in our lives who is kind of that person who's who can get ticked off really easily um and even in that sense i hope that you were able to kind of see it from their perspective and like kind of like from my perspective type of thing but there's always room to grow there's always room to change These things aren't ingrained within us and it's not something that we can never let go of and never evolve from. We can always change and grow into a better person. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and I will speak to you very soon. Goodbye.